We're live. We're back. How you guys been? You been good? Look at this. We got episode on episode. I know we're keeping it inconsistent, so you have to subscribe to, you know, see us live. Hey, babe. Now, how has things been? I've been like, this Invisalign, not Invisalign, screw Invisalign, don't get Invisalign, smile direct, smile direct is all you need, it's like half, no, three times the uh, price three times cheaper and it's the way to go I also was told last episode um, that this thing you kept hearing me open it so I'm just gonna keep the lid off and um, yeah enjoy my drink we are on episode nine now things time is just going fast eh God damn. And we got our first guest coming in episode 10. You know, I know this is like um, we we do a sports podcast. I know you can see. Um, probably need to move this out of the way. So you can see we do um, we do a sports podcast and comedy. Sports and comedy. I'd say that's the bracket that we currently fit in. Not so much, um, yeah, anything else apart from that. We make fun. Like sometimes I keep hearing that, oh, it's there's like, do you do a political podcast? No, motherfucker, I don't. It's, it's, it's not something we do. Like we, we touch on things that, um, that, may be a little political uh like on the last episode at the end of the last episode we touched on the tommy robinson situation over in the uk but like that's because i also said one thing one thing that i care about and that is freedom of speech and I feel everyone should care about freedom of speech, right? Everyone should be able to have a voice. And so what I was saying the last episode is that, if you didn't get all the way to the end, was that this guy went, is got put in jail over in the UK because he had his phone out and was live streaming on Facebook details that were already in the public, um, like big news organization had talked about the case. So with that information, he did a live stream, was talking about it with that information. And the guy goes to jail and the people that he was talking about was like child pedophiles, weren't they? Yeah, they'll trial pedophiles. Like, what do you mean, bro? Like, you need to draw a line somewhere. No? Just me? I don't know. I'm all about freedom of speech. And um, no matter what, I feel everyone should have a voice because that's the only way that we progress as a human race is that if you have a particular point of view, it might not be right. It might not be wrong. But... Just allow that person to express it so then you can teach them otherwise if it's wrong, if it's right. Or you can put your opinion forward and then you can go and discuss each other's opinion. Were you, were you guys ever taught as a kid, like in school, there's no such thing as a wrong answer? Like, sorry, there's no such thing as a bad question. Yeah. Now we're like, 
There's such thing as a bad question. There's such thing as bad ideas. They're just ideas. You should be able to express how they're incompetent or not right or I don't know, man. That's about as political as I get. That's, that's about it, to be honest with you. Even <laughs> actually in saying that, our next guest, um, well, our first guest actually, uh, is a uh, works for refugees in Australia. Yeah. Maybe we'll turn into a fucking political podcast. I hope not, man. I really hope not. If if I do, um, please just tell me. I hope the people can just you guys can just let me know, because that's the that's that's the last thing that I want is to be part of some political thing. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? If you don't, you don't. That's okay too. Now, I've been, um, I've had a good week, um, cleared my mind a bit. Uh, we are working on that little uh, doco that uh, about uh, changes in brain pattern in terms of like you feeling good and then suddenly feeling bad and you don't know why and it's not a depressed state that you're feeling. I can't even talk with these aligners in. But that is something uh, on the pipeline that we're currently working on. I am also working on stand-up comedy and uh, we will get out there I delve myself like we're gonna get we're gonna get into the UFC Sacramento card uh, shortly, um, and I just feel like we are headed in the right direction so far with everything. I'm I'm really happy the way that the podcast stuff is working out. It's just finding that balance to also create video content for that isn't just the podcast content but the other content as well that I create so it's just finding that balance which um getting there we're still finding the groove and everything um dude I got stuck in a black hole Is that is <laughs> like uh, oh. <laughs> I got I got I went down there's this new Netflix documentary and um um I need to I need to uh I need to find it so you guys can know what I'm talking about. Uh I think it was released 2018. Um, see if it this is the right one. So I've been fascinated as a kid um, with everything from space. I don't know why, I just am. I'm fascinated by space and the idea of infinity and the idea of a speck and the idea of atoms and breaking and creating the universe and the force of good, the force of evil expanded and that's that's the force of creation and nothingness it is fascinating to me. I don't know why. I don't know why. So it's called Black Hole Apocalypse. I'm still... Like, I'm, I'm just fascinated by it. I don't know why. I have no idea why. Um, but it intrigues me. 
and no one can calculate what it is, which is uh, like in this documentary, it, uh, it went into the black holes being a sort of force. Um, there was Einstein and, dude, my memory's so bad. So Einstein had this had this theory, and then he put it out. And this soldier from Germany in the World War II, Schwarzschild, or something like that, he sent a letter back to Einstein, actually figuring out his hypothesis. And they found it, yeah, incredible. And he couldn't believe it. And this guy actually calculated everything into a certain area where everything disappears, which I find fascinating, dude. So it's all calculatable. Everything is calculatable. Calculable or calculatable? Everything's relatable. But everything in the universe you can calculate. And what I find fascinating is that there's two things that you can't calculate in the universe. And those two things is one, gravity, and then the other thing. So this guy, this, this German dude, and by the way, he died from a disease just after the World War when he was trying to do more calculations and dedicate his life to this conspiracy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. So then he calculated everything. Everything coming into the black hole, all the possibilities of everything. And then there was a little area a little area there where everything disappears and maths no longer exists, nothing can be calculated, you don't know what happens, time stops. So you, you take, like an analogy was if you fell in there and you stayed looking out, everything would continue. There's no time, there's, 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 there's nothing. There's, it's just, I don't know, unfathomable. And so gravity and the black holes is the two things that you can't calculate in the world, which I find fascinating, absolutely fascinating. Why do I find it fascinating? Uh, because I feel like if you... How do I explain this? So I've had these these thoughts, right? Like Einstein Um how do I explain this, man? Uh Hmm. So yeah, I can't. Okay, <laughs> so Isaac Newton. Okay, let's let's just dive in. And if I screw up, I'm not a scientist. I don't know shit. This is just my thoughts. Okay, let's just put that out in the spot. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not a physicist. I I will speak to some in future, um, and get an understanding because I just love learning. Um. And, yeah, and learning new things. So, this is my thought. Okay, so Isaac Newton, um, he, I don't believe for a second that that was the point where we figured out gravity, right? Because the thing that Einstein had against uh, Isaac Newton is that, so Isaac Newton, if you don't know, uh, read a book. Apple falls from the tree, lands on his head, gravity is found. La-dee-da. So let's just stick with that theory for now. 
Um, and then uh, and then Einstein believed he wasn't like he wanted to know if there was no floor, and if you opened everything up and you dropped the apple, would it continuously fall? Which was an interesting perspective and an a, a interesting view of gravity. So even though Isaac Newton found gravity, he wasn't ever able to calculate gravity, nor was anyone else. And what I find fascinating is that all of our calculations, our calculations to bring a jet plane up to the sky and fly around the world um, and calculations to anything was founded from these guys, right? And however, we're missing a key calculation and that's what like boggles my mind. Like, like, I even get like look I even get goosebumps just just like thinking about it because when you, when you think about it it's like we're out here in this world let me put this on silent we're out here in this world and we we feel like we're so advanced and we can calculate anything. However, we're missing an equation, which is, to me, is fascinating. And the analogy that I bring with this is that your grandma bakes you a cake, right? And um, if you're on a plant-based diet, it's a plant-based cake, okay? All right? Let's not discriminate here, all right? We're trying to discriminate nobody, all right? Now, your grandma bakes you a cake. That cake tastes absolutely amazing, yeah? Tastes absolutely amazing. You're trying to figure out what is in that cake. Now, you try to create that cake... And you've created it all the way through without a missing ingredient. So your cake still tastes good, but it's nowhere near as good as your grandma's cake because you're missing one little component. And that's the analogy that I bring to our universe and humans and what we know and how far we are uh, and what's holding us back. I feel like we have these calculations to create these jet engines. We have these calculations um, to create highly sophisticated and intelligent things. However, it's like we're going off not the right formula, if that makes sense. And in this documentary, they say that the explanation for the black hole is that the black hole, once it gets past just a little rim of going into the black hole, it's pure gravity, which like, hurts my brain because how do you know that? Like, we understand it's a force, so is it just because you can't calculate it that, that you'd say it's, it's, it is gravity? Hmm. Like, it, it just hurts my brain. Just thinking about it. I don't know. So I was balls deep in that, uh, in, in that uh, 
Black Hole Apocalypse documentary by Nova PBS. Um, if you've seen it, hit me up on Twitter. And if you have an explanation, let me know. Like, this, this is something that I love, dude. I love. Absolutely love. Not many things in this life I love. MMA is one of them. Space is another. Comedy, another. And, yeah, I don't mind football either. But all of that, all of, all of those things, I can count in my hand what I like. So it's not much. But yeah, I find I find I find that so fascinating. Just so fascinating. I've also been reading that uh four hour work week. If you've ever read that book. It's meant to be like some self-help book or something. That's what it's like put as. But it's got such a cult following and I, I, like if if something's got if something's made a long time ago and to this day there's a large amount of people interested in it, I want to see what it is. That's just my mentality. Like, I'm not saying if, if, if something comes out now and there's heaps of people quickly viewing it that I'm going to jump on it and see it because that's that's not... That's just shock value, you know? Like, when we first came out with the podcast, we got heaps of listeners and um, we put it through Instagram and everything and through emails um, and everything else. And because there's that instant shock value, people are like, whoa, what is this? I'm interested in the people that stick around um, for the journey, for the long time. So when things are made ages ago, I want to, and people still follow it and read it today, that intrigues me. That's why I'm also interested in reading the Kabbalah and the, the Quran, the Torah. I've read a fair bit of it. Second Testament, read it. So things like that just intrigue me, dude. And I just want to talk to people that are on that energy. You know what I mean? So, and things to take out of that book um, was that he talks about the time-wasting. And... Uh, he talks about Parkinson's law, and I don't want to—I don't want to butcher this. But he talks about the eighty-twenty law as well. All right, so Parkinson's law is the adage that adage—is that how you say that word? Yeah, uh, that. Work expands so as to fill the time available for its completion. It is sometimes applied to the growth of bureaucracy in an organization. So it's essentially saying you're nine to five. You fill that time with things to do. And you can get the same amount of things done if you worked four hours straight to an extent. So, and then he adds the 80-20 rule. He's like, he he says, Who's, who the fuck's the author of that, by the way? Let me just see. Give him his due credit. Um, Ferris, is it? Timothy Ferris, I was right. Yep. Timothy Ther- Ferris. Um, escape the nine to five, live anywhere and join the new rich. Forget that, um, but read the book. It's an awesome book. 
But that just sounds blase. Escape the nine to five. Live anywhere and join the new rich. Sounds lame as fuck, bro. So, yeah, he's got this 80-20 thing where he goes, I I had an automatic reply on my email saying that I'm only checking my emails from 12 p.m. and 4 p.m. If it is super urgent, you can call me on this number. So then it freed him time of not just randomly checking all these different types of emails and everything. He just set a time where he just went, got the task done and then moved on to the next task. And it's all, he, he talks about all these different ways that um, you as an employer or an employee can free up your time um, to do other things. Uh, which is, it's a fascinating book. I haven't finished reading it yet. I am 32% through it. How the fuck do you know how many percentage you are through it? Well, I'm reading it on a Kindle, that tells me. So, yeah, I'm not I'm not all the way to, through it. I'm not even 50% through it, but I can see why people, um, why it's a New York bestseller and why people really... Yeah, love it and follow it like a cult, which is, yeah, it's awesome. It's a great book. I, I definitely recommend that shit. Anything like that, anything that makes uh, you think or frees up your time for you to do things that you enjoy in life, I definitely recommend. Definitely. Shout-outs to Gracie Baha, by the way. Love the team. I have to always represent. You know what it is? Do you know what I was pissed off about this week, dude? This weekend? I was uh, supposed to fly over to the most isolated city in the world, Perth City. No joke. Look it up. It's the most isolated city in the world. So I was meant to go there for the uh, the Man United versus Perth Glory game. I'm a Man United fan. I am. I'll admit it. We've had a bad run. I feel like people, you know, we got the bandwagoners uh, off the team. Because Man United for a second there was just a bunch of fans that did not know anything about the club and was just following a brand, which it's all cool. It's all cool, but it's not. Like, it's all cool. Follow a team you like, but don't try and have, like detailed opinions because people see through that you can say i like man united but i like my passion is croquette my passion is baking an amazing muffin and that's okay and that's okay everyone should have a good passion like that but yeah, so I was meant to fly over there. However, I had I had two tickets, um, which was awesome. And however, I had commitments in Sydney that I had to attend to, and it for you guys, uh, more content coming. And I couldn't fly over there this weekend. It's, it was sort of a last minute pull. And I gave my two tickets away. That's what everyone should do. If, um, you know, yeah, it'll make someone's day. I also, I also um, was getting something the other day and I gave 10 bucks. I think it was a coffee. Coffee was 420 and I gave a $10 note and then I said, keep the change. 
and that made her day. Not made her day, fuck, like, let's be honest, but... It, uh, you could the see, seeing the smile on on her face uh, was I don't know um, you know it made me try and maybe it's the whole black hole thing maybe that's what it is my brain is a little um like fuck money it's on it's on that vibe but not on that vibe because. We still got to get money because this is the world that we live in. But it was just interesting. It's six bucks. Like I was like, that was awesome. The the I paid. If you want to be that meticulous about it, I paid to see another person happy. I paid six dollars to see another person happy, and fuck me, it was worth it. But watching Man United versus Perth City was not worth it. Not worth it at all. You think they're going to spank the team like as it should? Like I moved from Rio to Perth, then to Sydney. So I spent a chunk of my life in Perth. I still have a lot of friends there. My mom is there uh, with my sister. And uh, I love that city. But, but. It's Perth glory versus Manchester United. Your reserves should be able to spank that team. You got There was a goal at like the 50-something minute and the 84th minute. It was 2-0. Uh, Rashford and a new kid scored. Pogba was on the field. Pogba... <sighs> Dude, it just kills me, you know. That team kills me. Absolutely kills me. Because you're supporting them, and and like all of the people have fallen off through uh, getting on um, Moyes and Van Gaal. Um, Gibbs was Ryan Giggs was um, our our guy for a minute there. At the end of Vanguard, then we got to Mourinho. Now we got Oli. So it's been a quite a long time with all these ups and downs. And ironically, Mourinho came second and won a title. Like, as much as people hate the dude, he did that. That's something that he did. And it's great. But we need to do something with this team. This team is ridiculous. And we're on a transfer market right now. We, we sold un, under Herrera to Paris Saint-Germain on a free transfer. James Wilson went to Aberdeen FC on a free transfer. Antonio Valencia. To me, he should have went to Valencia. With a name like that, bro, go to Valencia. You will be a star. You will be a star. Go to Valencia. Your last name is Valencia. You will be a star. Hmm. But no, he went to LDU, uh, Liga Pro, Serie A. It's probably because that's where the country is from. So good on him going back home. But who did we get for those people? We got Joel Pereira is a goalkeeper. Yeah. Yeah. We got Daniel James, who's a left winger from Swansea. Yeah. And then we got a right back, Aaron Wan Basaka. He's a really good right back. He's from Crystal Palace. Um, however, um, one of them was on loan, that goalkeeper. So we got him back. We didn't buy anyone. And. Uh, yeah, it was just average. So I don't, I don't really talk about uh, football too much on the podcast. It's just that 
I was gonna go to that game and I'm annoyed that I couldn't go. I was looking forward to it quite some time. But that's okay. That's okay. We're here. We're creating content. And that's what I like to do. You know what I'm saying? So UFC, um, Sacramento. UFC Sacramento, dude. Where do we start? There was only a couple of fights that I really was interested in seeing. Um, I got pretty close with my predictions, as you can see on the screen, if you're watching on video. If you're not, I got one wrong out of six um, fights that I put a multi together on. And follow me on Twitter. You can win some money too. Uh, so, yeah, I there was a couple of fights that I was interested in. Darren Elkins um, versus Ryan Hall. Um, I was keen on that fight. Knew Ryan Hall was always going to win that fight. Darren Elkins, as much as he's a... Just has that sheer grit... Um, Hall was just too technical. And if Elkins was, he's a wrestler, so if he was to shoot against the jiu-jitsu guy that's that talented, um, it would be game over. And it's interesting because jiu-jitsu guys that are that high level, they, and Ryan Hall did this in the fight. They can just throw combinations and if they are like land awkwardly and they like are in an awkward space to not th- not throw something else, they can just fall to the floor. They can just fall to the floor and the other person won't follow them. Which it's in it's it's a weird advantage, I guess. However, if you're you should be punishing that dude if he's on the floor, like throw kicks at his legs, try and um get in quick, get out, uh, and do something. Otherwise, he will throw kicks and combinations at you, and yeah, he will just fall on the floor if they don't land, which is what happened in this fight. However, I had Hall winning that easy, easy. As much as I love Darren Till, uh, Darren Till, Darren Elkins. Um, do love Darren Till too. Uh, but Darren Elkins uh, is six-fight win streak, I think. And uh, he's had that ever since moving to Alpha Male. Uh, it's really helped him. And ever since that, First fight with, uh, yeah, yeah, was it? My memory's shocking. But you, when he was just like, and blood all over his face, just got up and after winning in the third round, ever since then I became a massive fan. That made me cry, dude. That was, that was just an, like, emotional moment. Um and I was just really happy for the dude. So, yeah. But he's met his match here. Um, only one loss in six, seven fights now. So, yeah, six and one. That's not too bad. Um, definitely. And the other fight I was interested in is obviously uh, Uriah Faber versus... Um, Simon, Simon, that's his last name. Um, yeah. What the? F- Ricky Simon. Boom. So Uriah Faber versus Ricky Simon. What a fight, dude. Ricky Simone, maybe. That's, that's how you probably pronounce his name. 
What a fight. Straight the explosive individuals. Um, I had Faber winning that fight. And uh, as you can see from my bet, uh, so you saw that he actually won. It was it was paying three dollars eighty, dude. If you're American, research what that is, um, because you guys have these minus two hundred odds that I have no idea what it means. But three dollars eighty, that is insane. And then so I put it on him. I put it on Emmett, who was $2.30 as well. Both of them on their home ground and both amazing fighters. I don't know why the bookies had him up so much. Um, and, yeah, he just got he, he just got KO'd by Faber. Faber, 40 years old. You look amazing, dude. Like, nuts. I hope I look like that at 40. I'm just saying. But yeah, that was that was sick. And then what let me down? So he didn't let me down because this is what I this is this is first of all, um Faber versus Sahudo. It was a good move for him to call him out. Sahudo's on a terror right now. Um is getting he is getting a little cocky. He was cringy at the start. Now it's just cocky cringe, um, which is a different level of cringe. Uh, like the guy, but he's making it harder and harder to like him. Um, and his face off with the man of Nunes. Like, what are you doing, bro? What are you? Yeah, it's all fun. It's hilarious, but like, why so serious? Just chill out. You know what I'm saying? Or not, do you? Who gives a fuck? But um the yeah, the one that screwed me up is uh Durandme versus Lad, Espen Lad. Now Espen is good wrestler. She is undefeated. Uh she was a favorite in that fight. And I had everything right until that fight. And luckily, I was um, with my mate. He texts me saying um, that I messaged him the bet. And then um, he, he hopped on the multi and then he messaged me on the last fight saying, should we just stack on, because we're, we're going to win this chunk of money, we should stack this chunk of money on the other person because she was paying double the amount. So then if that person wins, you win money. If that person wins, you win money. And that's what we did. And luckily we did that because Lad lost. Lad lost. What you doing, lad? You lost. Which is fine losing, but when you lose via the referee, it's 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 gonna hurt a little. It's just gonna hurt a little. Like she got hit with with a good punch, but she wasn't out. And before like Durandomy even came to like Swing. She swung and hit her there, I think. The ref had already come in. Herb Dean. Herb Dean, what's going on, bro? What's going on? Why that stoppage? It just didn't make sense. And then I saw I saw him a uh, good comment on Twitter. It's like he said, Herb Dean just wanted to get out of there. He just wanted to get the fuck out of there. He was like, you know what? You know, when you're working like a long shift, this is what happened. Herb Dean, the night before, went to sleep and then had a dream. Have you guys had this? You have a dream about work. And then when you wake up and then you got to go to work, that is the worst. That is the worst thing. So maybe that's what happened with Herb Dean. He was 
had he had a dream about being refing that fight like six times the night before, and uh, he got in there and then he was like, "Look, like I can't be bothered being here. I'm gonna go home. I'm out. I'm out." Because all, after that fight, always sitting there just thinking, what? What? What just happened? Why did you just stop that fight? Lad is undefeated, dude. Undefeated. Give her the Ben Askren treatment. Him against Lawler, you, you let him go. You let him go. You let the fight continue. He came back and won. She got one little hit. She wasn't even out. And you stopped the fight? You stopped the fight? Which annoys me because she's in line to verse Nunez if she won that fight. So then you, you perk up the conspiracy theorist's ear. You're like... She was going to get Nunez. Nunez got no other opponent. Um, she has to win this fight. So, you know, stop this fight if it even gets remotely close. Look, I'm going to give Herb the benefit of the doubt. He's a great referee. He's always stopping things a little early, um, which is fine. You know, safety first. However, if a fighter's undefeated, let one more blow happen, at least. At least. You know, at least. She's 8-0, and o, I think. 8-0 or 9-0? 8-0. 8-0. She's 8-0. Jermaine Durandamy, number one contender, is 8-3. and three. Let them continue, dude. Let them fight it out. Just don't get it. It's quite annoying, to be honest with you. Um, but in the end, we still won some money, which is cool. That's probably where the annoyance comes from. It's like I got all these fights correct. All these fights correct. And then, yeah, it just... The last one was incorrect. Maybe that's where the frustration comes from. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, USC Sacramento. And the Sacramento crowd, you guys need to chill out. You LA fucks. Like, you LA fucks. Like, you guys just need to chill out. Anyone that's not from Sacramento, you're booing them. Like, what? It's just LIA. That mentality, that Yank mentality. Apparently, Yanks don't like being called Yanks anymore. This is weird. Whenever I was growing up, like, even in even when I was in Brazil, like when I was a kid, for some reason, even in another language, you'd still call Americans Yanks. I don't know if that probably came from the Yankees because they were so big at the time when baseball was out of this world. But yeah, apparently they don't like being called Yanks anymore. And it's it's like twenty four percent of our listeners is American. So let me know, you guys. Do you do, <laughs> do you guys like being called Yanks or not? I don't know. That's what I call you. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I think we're going to leave it there, guys. Um, I got to go do some shoot and edit and um, get out more content. I'm super excited for episode 10, dude. Episode 10. I don't know if we're going to do a video one. Um, it depends what he wants to do. Um, but 
He works. It's going to be an interesting day because he'll come over in the morning. Um, we'll we'll do the podcast and get his opinion because I find it's an interesting topic. Uh, refugees in Australia and what's going on. He's working on a case right now that uh, a female is getting is search for asylum here and. Uh, she is getting deported. I don't know why. I'll we'll we'll find out why uh, when I speak to him next week. Um, and he's saying if she gets deported, she is a hundred percent likely to be dead. That's his own words. Hundred percent. That's quite a percentage. Uh, so it'll be interesting. So he wants to bring light to everything. Um, he likes the podcast, um, and yeah, he, he's just going to every corner, I guess, and putting putting this out there that it needs to be heard. And it's so ironic that that's the particular topic, and that's for that day because there's also a big protest in Sydney that day about particular refugees coming into Australia and they're protesting for it. Um, And then on the back of, you know, the Tommy Robinson stuff that I was talking about, I don't know, I'm not political, but that's what's going to happen. So thank you so much for listening, guys. That's the outro song and I'm out. Love you.